hey, I'm DC. It just makes it like sound like a little too pretentious. I do DJ. Yeah. Hey, that was the buzzer moving right along. Yeah. <laughs> We're done with your name. Thanks for having right. me here, guys. You guys ready to start? I appreciate yeah. it. You guys Let's ready to start? It. All right. <laughs> Welcome to the Second Win Podcast. Hey, we hey, are yeah. a bunch of basketball junkies here to talk I'm about- just a junkie. Exactly. Talk about whatever's on our mind. Okay. And uh, we are Eric, Dan, John, featuring the sexy and talented- Bobby Choi. Ooh. More sexy than talented, but yeah. I Today, uh, Dave is out earning money. Uh, he's he's mm. on a job. Make that money, Dave. Do Make that do. money, Dave. Make a lot of money. A special guest standing in his stead is... Standing in his stead. Please introduce yourself. Thank he's you. a childhood friend of mine. Yep, DC. my name is Danny. Half as good looking as Dave. Oh, half as talented. Oh, half? Okay. Come on. Fully happy to be here today. <laughs> Very humble. Very humble. Very humble. I'd say a third. Yeah, maybe a third. <laughs> I was trying to be He's generous. Really, you know, yeah. af- morning affirmations for me. Love yourself. You know what I'm Love saying? Yourself. You are half as good as Dave. We are happy that you're here. John, maybe not, but we are. Very I appreciate happy. it, boys. I'm absolutely happy. <laughs> How was your guys' weeks? Uh, just quarantine, yeah, man. man. Just staying low, keeping my head down. Yeah, man, just trying to. I mean, the the most unfortunate thing is we can't play. Yeah, you can't yeah. get in the gym. Like, I mean, you can you can go to the parks, but there's no rims. <laughs> can't go to a gym because they're all closed. All the stuff you can do is just what work on your ball handling at home, I guess, <laughs> or watch the news while what's going on in the world of basketball. So I don't know if you guys were able to notice, but Danny has a hard time walking today. <laughs> oh, because yesterday four of us went, and you know how I called you yesterday. I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, I want to play some ball, right? Mm-hmm. And so we played at an outdoor court. They had rims. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's not like L.A. where they take everything down. Dude, in L.A., they that. took down all the rims off really? of the backboards. Yeah, you just you can't do anything. That's crazy. That's crazy that, that they would. Most of the rims in my neighborhood had already been damaged from me just from you, slamming. Yeah. Cool. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. So anyway, we played two on two. It got Boom. competitive. Shaka-laka. And um, Danny, when's the last time you played basketball? Over a year ago. <laughs> how, do you, right. how, how do you look, John? He was all right. Yeah. He's all right. He changed his form. Change his form. He used to shoot like a frog. Yeah, yeah. Like a frog. How does a frog shoot, like, John? Like the legs all down. And <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Imagine John shooting just a little bit better. <laughs> Mine's not bad. Actually, I'm trying to change mine too. But I want to get you know awesome like you guys. So you guys got to coach John because he's he's the he's the last hope for Korea. You know, <laughs> he's he's the last he's hope. the last hope. If I'm the Harry. last hope, yeah. holy shit! Yeah, yeah. Korea's not a good spot. <laughs> But we we're talking about COVID, mm-hmm. and uh, I read an article talking about the because the NBA season's coming mm-hmm. up about uh, the uh, their vaccine, okay, and how they might require not not yet, but last year they had the during the playoffs they had the, the bubble, bubble right, mm-hmm. but this season and they you know there's different uh, sanctions that they might put out if uh, a player um, gets people infected and stuff like that, and then schedules have to change. But they're talking about uh, what do you call it? Mandating. Mandating, perhaps even mandating well, I mean, vaccine. I mean, what I, what I saw on the news is like training camps open now, right? Yeah. So all the players are reporting and there's been positive tests all over the board. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. So they're having trouble. It's like, how are they going to start anything? The bubble was a unique situation that cost millions and millions of dollars yeah, to have yeah. this like isolated situation. But they can't and do that for a full season. Would you, would you take a vaccine if, they, if, they're, See, if you're a player and they say, yeah. if you want to play this season, you got to take the vaccine? Because a lot of people are leery about it because yeah. they rushed it to make it so fast. What was it average development is 10 to 10 15 years? years? Yeah, 10 years. <laughs> and they got it in warp speed time. Hey, we, yeah. should right. we, we should be good. We should be fine. <laughs> would you, would you, okay, let's go around. Would you take the vaccine? I would not. I wouldn't. 
Okay, no, let's let's frame it differently. Mm-hmm. What if your career yeah, depended exactly. on it? That's that's the question. Like, for you to be able to play and maintain your contract, right? Your contractual mm-hmm. obligations, you have to take it. it would would depend, you guys take it? It would depend on your financial situation. If I'm a rookie, I'm taking it. But if I'm a vet, I'm probably going to chill. Well, I, okay. I, I also vet think, making how much? I, I also think they can't do that. <laughs> like my- like all these people have already signed their contracts before because this is something that's in the works, right? So Steph Curry is going to be fine because he already signed it before this. Say there is a vaccine clock that they put in. Steph Curry could just sit out and he'll still get paid because he signed, you know. But look at the NFL. There's a lot of NFL players. I mean, a number, Mm -hmm. a handful Mm -hmm. that that opted out of playing. Many of them were on the New England Patriots, right? Yeah. I mean, a lot so of guys, they opted out. A lot of guys didn't want to go to the bubble for the same for similar reasons. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. For if I'm a bench player, I might roll the dice and just be like, okay, I'm young. I'll probably be fine. The vaccine, you know. So but, first, let's ask the question: Are yeah. you gonna, you're not going to get it? If it came out right now for me personally, no. What about you, Danny? Uh, I definitely wouldn't. What about you, Dan? No. Bobby, you going to get the vaccine? Um, what if for to perform at a venue? Yeah. They said only those that. Get vaccinated. Can so perform. that's the second question. Yeah. I'll write it out. <laughs> Nobody you wants know, that you, damn vaccine. You like your chances it's of like, survival? It's like uh, when uh, a new iPhone comes out, I'm always like, if it's like a brand new kind, I'm always Let him, let him get the quirks out. Yeah. You, you got the six when the 10 came out. That's yeah. what. <laughs> yeah. Eric was saying that too about the new Genesis. Like anytime they roll out a new new mm-hmm. car or something they're gonna have bugs and they did they had a lot of problems so i'll wait for the gen the yeah like that you hear about that new self-driving update that they're gonna do on tesla and it's they're like, all going I'm off cliffs gonna, they're all driving yeah. off cliff. population I'm control i'm gonna fucking wait on that one and then call it a glitch also, yeah I, I never upgrade to the new ios uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh i always do that but i i do uh, but i always think ah fuck while i'm doing it i'm like next time i'm not gonna do it yeah. but i also end up you know what's it. interesting though they right you, though. they they say that there's very critical security updates that uh, you need in the new update. Yeah. So now you start weighing the odds. Do I do I want to get hacked potentially? Right. My wife got hacked. Really? An email came and they said we have all your 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 passwords and they listed the passwords and they were correct. Well, she didn't upgrade, and so she said. Uh, they said send me some money and yeah. then blah blah blah. Wow, dude! I, so I got an email. Okay, speaking of that, uh-huh. I woke up one morning. I was still groggy. And the subject line was an old, uh, an actual password that I used to use on one of my emails. I, I, since then I've changed it, but you know, when you're groggy, you don't remember, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, this is your, I know that this is your password for Facebook and I have been able to get in and I've been watching you and you have some peculiar tendencies. I want to know his search history. I'm very curious. (laughs) Actually, my search history history isn't crazy, but (laughs) but anyway, but, but it said, send me an X amount of Bitcoin to this uh, address and whatever within 24 hours. Or I, we have your list of all your friends and family. And I have some videos of you. And I'm going to mm. send them to all your whatever. They and, obviously no, no. chose the wrong target. But for, like, for that so how, moment. So how much I, did you send him? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I had to change all my altcoins. And, and anyway, so then I looked at my phone. And it was like first thing in the morning. And my heart rate just went. Because I was like, oh, fuck. Was, so it, like, was it about the money? Were you worried about? No, or? because it was about sending like certain things. Because I was like, wait. But what was weird was peculiar tendencies. I'm like, or you have some weird quirks. I don't. I, I'm just a normal. Even, mm. even when I do, mm. even if I jerk off, it's just normal it's jerking just normal. off. It's but not, you know, th- my dad used to always put a thing over the webcam. And we thought he was dead. No one cares. Ever since then, I put a thing yeah. over my. Well, they have but anyway, th- so then I, I'm sorry. I Googled and then like, you know. 
whatever. It was one of my old passwords. You know, it got it got uh, compromised mm-hmm. at one point. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what it was. Sorry. Yeah, what were you gonna say? No, I, I was just. <laughs> He's like, I wish you would he have sent me the Bitcoin. <laughs> I got that same email in my spam folder. Yeah. I just, I, for some reason, I checked the spam folder and it said something like, and it had my old email from college. Uh, or like my, uh, and the right password back then. Big Booty Slammer 69 at Yahoo. Yeah, yeah. 20 years. So I was just like, wow, okay, I slept with it. Mine was pretty recent, so it just... You know what I wonder? It, it, it'd be interesting to see statistics since COVID and all these out-of-work programmers and coders, yeah. how these cyber attacks, I wonder, I would assume that they're on the rise because people aren't making money. They're at home. They have nothing to do. It's like, let's just... You send out a, a many emails, you know, you're going to get some money. Well, especially know? with the, the numbers prices of cryptocurrency, yeah. like yeah. literally doubling within the, the, the uh, COVID time. Yeah. Hmm. 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 So sports. <laughs> this is the time. This is why we need a buzzer. <laughs> Thanks, Bobby. All right. So anyway, back to that. So the question, one of the questions I wanted to ask was, were you guys ever forced to do something, right? While you guys were playing, where oh. where you didn't want to, but you had to for your for your job. Well, we played in yeah, Korea. Yeah, yeah, we played in Korea. I mean, it's like basically yeah, every day, well, every practicing day. three times a day. Or I mean, tell me, tell me about some of that. Everything. We changed our position. We had to play like I mean, you name it from top to bottom. Coming here, we couldn't. Well, Living in a facility where like, you can't live. Yeah, we had to live in a place we couldn't we couldn't leave. You know, we had to go home. I mean, I, I would leave. I get fined to go home and. and so stay. how much is a typical fine? I mean, they Depends. find me they find me a month's salary for staying home to 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 take care of my my dad and stuff. A month's salary? Yeah, and that time month's salary was pretty good. That's that's a lot of money. Man. I mean, it's like like you. Talk, I mean, everyone has to do make certain sacrifices, right? Yeah, yeah. So we understood that we made the sacrifice to play here, but I mean, yeah, I mean, coming here was a, a, definitely a shock. Mm-hmm. The way the way athletes are, the way the life of an athlete is here in Korea was shocking. It's gotten a lot better. Yeah. It's gotten a lot better. Yeah. But there was a lot of just, you know, practicing when you're definitely injured and yeah. you, you go to the hospital and they say you have stress fractures. And Okay, so you tell the coach. Yeah. And what does the coach say? He's like, hey, you got to do it for the team. So, And then you're out there running. <laughs> and you're out there the whole time. You're thinking, ow, 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 as you're running. And you're like, why am you, I doing this? They're like, well, you think you're the only one that's hurt? Oh. Yeah. You special? I mean, that's still yeah. going on in, in the professional. It's very now. Bobby Knight out yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, they, they've moved on the rest of the world and realized that athletes are people. They're not foot soldiers. And so I think motivation, Yeah, yeah. It, it's not the stick anymore. It's the carrot. Like mm. they're, they're, they're using the carrot more all around the world. In Korea, they're still using the stick, but it's changing. It's changing. The tough thing is that Korea's had incredible results with this technique over the history of sports in Korea. For a really small country to have the success we've had. That's yeah. true. So it's like, well, I mean, can you say, like, hey, this doesn't work? It has in Korea. It's been very, very successful here. But like understanding that what we know now if we use a different technique, could we be more successful with the kind of athletes that we have? Now, this is what I, I do agree on certain sports, but I think with basketball, right? Is Korea a basketball we, powerhouse? We dominated now? Asia for a long not now. Yeah. But we dominated Asia for a long the time. The women took the silver in the 80, yeah, yeah, yeah. Women, 84 Olympics. 84, they went to but silver. I also think sports has evolved. So, like, think about back when everyone was doing cocaine and not practicing and just smoking cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. If you just had a good diet, you had a high competitive advantage, right? So nowadays, sports is so professional. You have so many yeah, experts, yeah. so many psychologists in. Um, back in the day when Korea was winning, mm. 
they would just practice harder than everybody else. And you could mm. win by being in better condition yeah. than other people. But now mm. everybody is in good shape. So I, I, I think it's like this. If, if you look at the state of Korean basketball compared to Asia or the – just let's say Asia because the world is it's pretty big. I don't think Korean basketball has gotten worse. It just hasn't gotten better. Yeah. I think that our level is about the same. We, when we got to a level where we were really good and we were dominating, like, you know, Asia. dominating Asia – then we got that level and we haven't gotten better. But so, every other nation Asia So it's has. it's a strategy that worked in the past yeah. that Korea hasn't kind right. of um what do you call it gone no, they haven't changed with the times. Right. Because right. I mean the, the old the old ideology was like more practice equals better results. And we bought into that wholeheartedly in Korea. Yeah. But every there, sport. There's definitely like with every strategy, you're always going to hit your right. limit. And then you got to find a new strategy to kind of bust yes, through that evolve. limit. Right. Because they talk about LeBron's um, little chamber that he sleeps in. Mm-hmm. You guys have read about that, right? I mean, oh, he, that's the part he's of He's a the, guy the that's using part. every strategy from the, the original strategy of just being bigger and stronger and faster yeah, yeah. to, you know, everything that LeBron does. It's very interesting to, to see how he's trying to break through his walls, whether it's aging, whether it's... You but, know, whatever. but on that note, all those all those technological things that LeBron is using, we have all that in Korea. Uh, we we've been in those chambers. We've done the the VO two max. Everything that yeah. he's using, we've used. We just don't rest. <laughs> yeah. So like like all the things that LeBron's taking, whether it's vitamins, like yeah, the yeah. doctors, all that. We have all that. We have access to all that information and technology, and those machines are here. But you can't substitute. There's like nothing physically that, not. Like, yeah, yeah, if you yeah. practice for 15 hours a day, like you still need to rest. Well, they, they took an American doctor out to Korea, and they said it was the same across all sports. Hmm. The injuries we have in Korea are different yeah. than around the world. Right. All of our injuries are overuse, overuse. injuries, like stress mm-hmm. fractures, like you know, just yeah. your your joints. You know, yeah. you know. Whereas American, you know, or other places, you're going to have an injury like where you're playing and you twist your ankle and stuff. Koreans, our problem is just our hips go overtrain. out early. We overtrain. So why don't like. Why don't they do something about that? Why don't they just practice less? I mean, I mean, they're hard to change. Like things are changing, but like the old ideology, ideology is that basically, like if you're if a company is like sponsoring, like say, like a big company like LG or Samsung, yeah, the amount of hours that their regular workers work, they think that like you know an athlete should work the same amount of hours. But like the way athletes are and what we do and what we need to do is different than someone who works in the office. So like. There's 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 some gap there that you know it's obviously getting better. I mean yeah, they, they yeah. don't practice as much as they did when we when we played, but you know they still like don't understand how important rest is hmm. for recovery. Because I mean Korea's got an amazing amazing like bed like of of athletes here. Like everyone's like oh we can't compete. No we can we have. And like if we incorporate some of these new I- ideas, some of these new rest techniques and whatnot, I mean we could could do even better than we've done. I think this is a good segue into the topic that you brought up. Right? <laughs> yeah. The About, topic that you brought up a while ago that you mentioned, because I, oh, I think that's that's a great thing. No, that's I, was, a great I, was like, segue. I was thinking because, um, you know, like uh, a little while ago, I was like preparing to go to move to Europe. So I was like looking into coaching over there and you have to have a certain amount of like, they were asking for my certification qualifications. And I was like, mm-hmm. why play? And they're like, okay, well, do you have any licenses? And I was like, uh, no, but I can go and get some, right? Yeah. So I had to go through some certification process, and I got certified by USA Basketball. But then getting certified through FIBA is like a pretty lengthy ordeal. Then you start looking at other coaching, other leagues around the world, what the requirements are for coaches, for assistant coaches, for managers, for whatever it is. And it, it's not all the same. But if you go to the United States, they like on like for if you're going to be an NCAA coach, you have to they require like a, a bachelor's degree, right? Okay. But for the NBA, they recommend it. But there's no actual hard. So then, so if you look at like you're an educator, 
Yeah. At the end of the day, you're a teacher. Whatever level of coaching you are, whether you're making $8 million a year like John Calipari or if you're making like millions like you know Phil Jackson, one of these guys, right? You're still a teacher at the end of the day. So a teacher at a university, <laughs> a high school, what are their requirements? They have to learn how to teach. Yeah, yeah. But basketball coaches don't have to learn how to teach basketball. And you may be a great basketball mind, but if you can't teach someone, hmm. then you're worthless. Or do more harm. It's also interesting that yeah. they, they, you have to be – to coach college, which is a lower level, you're, you, the, the requirements are higher. You need right. a bachelor's yeah, yeah, yeah. degree. And then the NBA – That's the funny part. And it's probably because a lot of NBA players, great players, just came out of high school. Like Moses Malone. Like yeah. it would be hard to say Moses Malone, you're not qualified to coach, right, yeah. at yeah. the NBA. But he wouldn't be qualified to coach in the NCAA. But right. they would probably make an exception. Right. Or they would say he's on, on the process of working for his degree or something. Yeah. Like that. yeah. But then, you know, you have a lot of guys that just – they aren't – teachers you know so like there, there's teaching techniques that you learn in school you know mm-hmm. like on how to instruct mm-hmm. kids and how to instruct how to reach these people because if you're at the nba level like you're not only like the leader of, of a team an educator mm-hmm. but you're also like the representative of this multi-million dollar corp- like company yeah. so i mean it, it's with no imp- qualifications other than the fact that nothing. you used to be able to dribble a basketball right. so i mean if, if i'm asking you to lead a company you look at what a c what the requirements to be a ceo obviously experience is important right but like to get that experience, you're not going to get in the door unless you have certain degree qualifications or, or whatever it is. But so, in the professional least, don't you think that because it's actually an entertainment business that they're not looking at they're looking at a different qualification, right? Because you're managing talent, you're mm-hmm. managing a lot of these talent. It's not necessarily that they're trying to go to a different level, like from college. Mm-hmm. The institution is a college institution. They want to be focused on education, education. as mm-hmm. well as certain, you know, their graduation rates, et cetera. Those are very important for them. But on the NBA or any professional sport, that's sort of the holy grail. And right. you're ma- you're now managing these personalities, but, but, these talents. But they're not even requiring any qualifications to, that you know how to manage. There's, that's just because saying, you're yeah. an NBA player. Okay, well, they, they're assuming they, that you're experienced. They're assuming, but there's been, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And right, even right. even the NCAA requirement is kind of dubious because what if you're an art major? Yeah, you have a bachelor's degree. How does that art major qualify you so they, to teach or manage, right? Because you look at you look at like that's interesting because if you look at what most like hmm. athletes major in in school, it's not kinesiology, sports science, <laughs> PE. We don't manage that because that's difficult, right? And yeah. even like, if it was, even if they did, they got they get a lot of help. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I mean, like everyone yeah, gets, yeah, yeah. everyone gets yeah. help. I mean, like all this kind of, but like a lot of guys don't even get degrees. Right. So like, if you do get a degree, yeah. what's your degree in? Is it going to help you? Or- I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to carry over directly, but Business. if you, if you are, if you are a coach <laughs> guilty at that level, experience is important. And like the, the qualifications should be different, but you should have some experience in teaching. Okay. Like so leading. what, what do you say is the, what do, are you proposing that something needs to be done or what do you, you feel like something needs to be done? I don't know. I think that there should be some kind of, some kind of requirement, like some kind of, you know, cause I mean, when, when you look at the NBA level, like this high level, cause there's a million dollars at, at stake. They're looking at you as like a business investment, right? Yeah. No, no. So like the guy that's leading this business, right? Mm-hmm. He should be able to take care and manage and lead and, and educate. The thing about right? McDonald's like, has a management training program yeah. and you're managing yeah. this huge enterprise and there's no yeah, I'm, like I'm, training I'm, I'm not saying you need a college degree. Maybe the NBA no, 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 should I, make like Some a, kind of training, but it something. does make sense. Because, you yeah. know, for some, for, for example, right, we're talking about, we're reading about Tony Shea, but uh, startups, right? When a, when a startup is small, everyone's doing everything, right? right. But then when, this, when the company starts to grow, like it's, it's just different kinds of skill sets that you need when, where a lot of startup people don't have 
and they need to get training or they need to hire someone with that kind of management quote management experience right so it's yeah. a different skill set i think like these these companies are, are investing mil- i mean the player p- coaches salaries are going up and up and up they're not getting smaller right you know i mean ncaa coaches are making millions of dollars at the mm-hmm. top level you know and like for the companies to look and say hey look i'm entrusting this multi like if mark cuban's looking at their head coach like rick carlisle like what are the dallas mavericks worth millions right and then this guy is leading this million dollar corporation you'd want some kind of trust that he he has what it takes to educate and lead this team, this corporation, this business to continue to make money for me. Well, it, what the thing about that, I think the NBA should make a program, you know, their yeah. own coaching program where say you're Steve Nash and you don't have like a degree in coaching. Mm. I think there should be like, it mm. doesn't have to be a four year. It could be right, like a right, nine right. month Google has started uh, offering their own. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, did not we talk anti- about this? Sure. Where they'll honor their their Google like six month course, the same yeah. as a, a four year degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I don't think it has to be a certain right. time limit. Right, right, right. Because you just need to learn the specific skills for your job. You don't need to do your 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 basic requirements, all that kind of crap. If you know what job you're doing, if you're going to be an NBA coach, you could probably condense all the whatever psychology, the learning, the teaching, right. that kind of stuff into a shorter okay, course. Okay, so like, for- like, like no doubt, no doubt. If you've been in the NBA for a long time and you've been a professional basketball player, you're probably like qualified to coach a team, right? But there's a lot of guys that aren't. And there's a lot of guys that like just don't know how to get that information out. Like they've been a player, like a part of a team, but then how do you lead a team? That's why typically they'll go for point guards. So for your, exactly, you know? right? So from your experience as basketball players, right? What are the different aspects, right? I mean, don't, don't make the curriculum up, right? But like, tell me the different aspects that are, that they should kind of, uh, the different aspects that a coach should kind of be well, see, me, aware of. See, me, me and I were kind of talking about this like the other day where like back in the day, it was more like just get in the gym, get reps up. Like, like what, what the coaches taught us when we were younger was get in the gym and work hard, right? Okay. Now it's like, you almost need to, and I think that's why Phil Jackson was pretty revolutionary because he was working on helping people work together. And like also work on how, themselves, right? Like how how he how he learned that, yeah. whether he learned it in school or grew up in the, like like in in the country, whatever it was. That's an interesting thing because it's it's more like the mental aspect now. Can people relate and be like, hmm, this guy's got a problem. Our team has a problem. Can I identify and figure out this problem? And it's not always just getting the gym and practicing more. So what are those aspects anyway? Because the coach, yeah. you know, like Steve Nash or whatever, you need the X's and O's, right? I think that's obvious. That's the obvious. But that's one, what right? that's the one that everybody yeah, has. Yeah, that's the one that's everyone the one has. Every, or you can get an or, assistant. Or experience will get yeah. you. But what are the other intangibles then that 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 will make a coach no, um, what, better? What do, you, what do you think? I mean, it, it, I think well, like, I think there's a big element of nepotism though that you can't really remove from the equation, mm-hmm. right? So even as you guys, as players, right, you guys are looking for a coach or a new team, uh, teammate, right? Mm. You guys are within the network that you yeah. guys already have built in. Mm. And you don't really care about their qualifications. You're like, what do you do with that team? What do you do with those guys? And so you're looking at the guys that you can bring in. I mean, same thing with the NBA, right? If you look at the vast majority of players are black and yet the vast majority of coaches are white, yeah, right? And so and vast majority of owners are white. And so I don't want to hmm. go down this rabbit hole of, of some you know, oh, racist yeah. classification. Race, yeah, yeah. But just when you look at Every every institution, whether it's corporate, whether it's schools, whether it's you know teams, nepotism is an element that is really hard to remove. And yeah. so even when you talk about like FIBA or the European associations, it doesn't mean that 
if they like someone that their certification is going to disqualify them. I'm sure they're going to figure out a way to get to to fast track their certification, right? But it is a benchmark. Sure. You know, you need like the basic bare minimum qualifications. Like like, the SATs for players to get into NCAA. That's the benchmark. I think it's like, I mean, I don't know what it would be, but it's like, there's always there's like that um, that old like saying in coaching. It's like those that can't like teach. Yeah. Right? So like typically guys that like because you look a lot of former players like weren't really good coaches. Why? Maybe if they would have had one course on teaching, maybe it would have made them a better coach. Like Magic Johnson, great player, terrible coach. Yeah. You know, and I think Michael Jordan would probably be a terrible coach. He'd probably be a better. But then coach. look at why was Larry Bird such a great coach, and he's a legend. But there hasn't been a lot of legendary, like elite, elite players that were good coaches. No, but I'm I'm curious. So what makes because you guys I, have been under different I, coaches, right? I, I Not think, the one that slapped you, but I think it's like this though. Like my my, my, my my personal thing is like I think Larry Bird was a great coach because he taught himself how to play basketball. And I think Magic Johnson and some of these other guys, they just had this innate gift that like they can't explain the feeling of like they can't explain what yeah, they yeah. had. But Larry Bird understood it because he, he was in the, the gym. And, like, he taught himself all these skills. When a player does this, I will do this. And so because he taught himself, he could teach other people. What's your basis for saying that Larry Bird taught himself, though? Because he didn't have a, a lot of physical gifts. I don't so think he you, was. Yeah. You have to be very analytical. You have to be more analytical when you – if you can jump and put your balls on the rim, you just – in this situation, I will jump. And in this situation, I will jump. Mm-hmm. And it, if I ever get stuck, I will jump. And well, I will get okay. myself out so of trouble. So was Magic super athletic? Magic was six nine and a point guard, so he he was he's, he's coordinated, he's yeah, super he, he coordinated. Was, but but the fact that he could at that time he could yeah. see over everybody, so it made it made I passing. Don't, I don't, I don't think it's Johnson. a black. I think what you're trying to say is, is no, because no, no, he's no. wider, is he black? No, no, no. And no like because, I, I, th- I think it's like this. Like there's a lot of players that like aren't athletic. Yeah. That taught themselves white or black that are just really good basketball players that like understand something about the game and they can teach. You know, hmm. like. And I think if you look at some of these guys that were extremely gifted, like legendary players that just went on field, I don't think that they know how they got it. They just had it, and they can't teach it. So, like, I think that's why, like, some guys like Eric Spolstra, right? He was a good college player, but I'm sure he had to, like, teach himself all these things. Mm-hmm. And then all the hours of, like, learning all this other stuff made him a great coach. And then being in the film room, they say he used to yeah. cut yeah. up for many, yeah. many years, right? He was just in the film it's room. It's the same thing with basketball. We were, me and my brother were talking about this the other day. Some of the best basketball trainers in the world, it, the best basketball trainer in the world isn't Kobe Bryant. Yeah, it's yeah. like some guy that you've never heard of that like is in the gym just all all day long just studying and watching and breaking watching down the footwork, yeah. breaking yeah. it down. Yeah. So like if you if you understand like how to break all this stuff down, I think that you can teach. Okay, but you know? in a way, I still consider that a part of the X and O's. That's not the X and O's of the plays, but it's an X and O's of let's say uh, just everything, the whole system, right? So, going, so what other aspect yeah. is necessary? Because you know we're talking about that, right? What I think, what, I think it's like that 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 ability to break things down and see, like not just like we. I had coaches that would come in the game to like, like one of the one, like I had a coach one time, great great passer, great point guard. He come he come in and he just like get irritated in practice. He's like, how come you guys don't see this? Just come in here and just throw the pass like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, like so. How how do you teach someone to just throw the pass like that? That's like someone teaching English, and it's like, dude, I just know it. You, just you know, I just, it. I just I just feel it. There's a lot right. of English, lot like of English that, teachers because yeah. like, they don't they so themselves aren't good at you grammar. You have to have the ability, I think, to look at a situation and then not under not like say it's just one thing. Be like, hey, maybe ten things made this one situation happen. Mm. Can I identify these? So things? guys, so guys, what I, I think the whole thing is is there's still a lot of mystery shrouding. Uh, the mental aspect of the game and the coaching aspect of the game. Yeah. And and everyone's just like, well, this guy did it this way and this guy did it this way. This is like, we're talking about coaching and mental aspects like they were talking about the jump shot in the 70s. <laughs> some people were shooting like this. Some people yeah, were shooting yeah. like this. 
Now they've systematized it and got it yeah. down to this is what a jump shot looks like. It looks like Steph Curry's jump shot. Do that. And they have broken it down into steps and everything. Totally, yeah. So the mental aspect of the game, back in the day, everyone was like Bobby Knight. Phil Phil Jackson, he was the first to understand a little bit about psychology. And yeah. now then then Popovich took it to another level. They're slowly systematizing how to be a good coach to where it's not going to be any doubt. It's not like, oh, Calipari does it this way and Patino does it this way. It's just there is they all have similarities and they're going to systematize it and put it into, you know, sure. a program. Mental toughness. People are like, oh, just get reps. Oh, this guy he just yeah, got it. Be tough. They're going to systematize yeah. the psychology of what makes uh, it's, it's happening. Just like big data changed the way we thought about strategy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, this guy, he goes with bigs, but I don't really agree with that. No, there is proven data now. Where you can say a three-point gives you more points per shot than yeah, a two-pointer. If you're a 40% shooter. Like I, like, I guarantee you, if you look at the CEOs around the world or, like, professors around the world, anyone that's in whatever industry, if these guys all got together, I'm sure a lot of their habits, their preparation, their no. mental awareness, I'm sure these are very similar. And if you look at, the like, the coaching ranks, I don't know if that's true yet. It's still kind of willy-nilly yeah. around but the you board. Know, you and know, that's the thing. I think, like, there should be a base where everyone understands this. What you do with that information is up to you. For me as an artist... I, I like 10 years ago, I started reading a lot of business books, mm-hmm. but whenever I read like, let's say for example, um, good to great by Jim Collins, right. Mm-hmm. They're talking about, they're comparing great businesses with good businesses. Right. But I always looked at it as what will make, I, I just applied it to an individual. And I think that could be applied to basketball players, of course, to, to the coaches. Right. There's one, one of my favorite things is the glass versus the mirror. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's two things where, People, the CEOs of, you know, different traits of successful CEOs versus good CEOs. This one was my favorite because glass and mirror is this. The good company CEOs, when good things happened, it was mirror. It was my, my, I did a good job. But when bad shit happened, glass, they blamed all the other motherfuckers, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas the, the great company CEOs... Right. When something bad happened, that's when it's the mirror. Oh, it was my fault. Mm. And when something good happened, it's not my it's not me. You know, opposite of Trump, honestly. But yeah, it was these people that did all the good things, right? So we, we look at coaches too. We see good coaches, you know, like I don't know, I see good coaches, good whatever. It's just putting when something good happens, it's not that they did something good. It's just, you know, sharing the, also the like credit to, and giving to be, it to other people. To be like a like to your point, it's like to be a head coach and to be an assistant coach, I think you need different things. Like Guys on the assistant coaching staff, they can be the guys that are looking through the glass and be like, man, this guy did everything wrong. You need guys that can see that. Mm. And then the head coach has to be able to take all that information and then help the team with that information. Oh, Johnny's got a bad jump shot. Johnny can't pass or Timmy can't do this, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Take all the information and filter it out. Because, like, the head coach can't do all that kind of stuff. You know, his job is leading the team, you know. So, like, to kind of, like, maybe, like, go, like, the CEO is not down there, at, like, you know, making sure the secretary is doing her job and everything. It's like a division of labor, right? So, like, whatever that looks like at a coaching, on a coaching mm-hmm. staff, they probably need to, like you're saying, like, systematically, like, have this system out there to figure out what these guys need to do. What's your job description? What's the job description of an assistant coach, a head coach, a, a video coordinator? Like, a business is very specific. The CEO, the CFO, all these guys do their job. And then the CEO can do his job good because everyone down the line is doing their job. But that's, I think, you make a good point because on the assistant coaches, right, they might be the the COOs or the CFOs, the ones that actually bring structure and right. some yeah. form of, you know, uh, routine, right? CEO could be the visionary. Right. I mean, they, they may not know the entire X's or 
you know, X's and O's and, and sort of the routines that you're talking mm-hmm. about, they, they definitely have a grasp of it, right? Mm-hmm. But it's sort of like Steve Jobs running Apple versus Tim Cook, right? Tim Cook is is operational genius. But you look at Apple products, are they revolutionary today? We're just basically playing off of what Steve Jobs yeah. had created. Mm-hmm. You know, or initially. copying, copying yeah. with Samsung. I mean, we're just making it better, faster, yeah. cheaper. Not even cheaper, actually, better and faster. But at the end of the day, there hasn't been revolutionary changes that are happening. And I, and I think Phil Jackson was... An example of maybe revolutionary um, yeah. coaching, right? But he had Tex winners, right. right? And who was the X's and O's guy that, that really brought? I, I, I think to take to just kind of marry both of these points. So like with the mirror and stuff, it's about security and like insecure guys. They're gonna point fingers yeah, with yeah. like the whole mirror and, and thing. And also, a lot of insecure guys aren't gonna put qualified people around them because right. they yeah, want to look like the scared. genius. Yeah, Phil Jackson. It was kind of like the invisible boss. He let the players take the credit. He let t- he always was talking about Tex Winters as the genius of the triangle right, offense. Right. And he was cool with that. He was secure enough to be like, yo, if we lose, I'll, I'll accept that responsibility. I didn't prepare our team well enough. But if we win, yeah. yo, it was Jordan Pippen. It was Tex Winters with the strategy. You hear that about even Steve Kerr, right? He right. Credit right. To all- mm-hmm. But then look at like Steve Kerr's pedigree. Right? He was a GM. Right. Like, oh, he was a GM, so he, he saw the organizational aspect, right? Played for Phil Jackson. Played, played for, for Popovich. Pop. Yeah. And then also played on, like, in his, like, when he talks about his, like, journey, he's like, I also played for the Blazers, who were one of the most dysfunctional teams at that time. So he's like, I saw, saw the bad and the, good. the whole deal, right? You know what I think um, Steve Nash is doing a good, I, I like that he hired um, D'Antoni as his assistant. I really like that. That's pretty big of D'Antoni to agree to be an assistant from being, yeah. like, that is, and I, I just love that because it's like, yeah. it's not about me. And yeah. so when you also with the Bulls, why they eventually ended up going into the tank was because of somebody that couldn't do that. It was Jerry Krause right. who wanted credit. I like that. Who quote. wanted credit and in, right. for all the, the, the stuff. And he didn't like that everyone was making more money than him and in, all that. In the last dance, there was a quote that I loved. They said, Jerry Krause wanted more, uh, deserved more credit than he got, but wanted more credit than he deserved. Right. Mm. Right. And I think, I I think like that's that. one of those things. I think that any successful business, because the NBA like really is a business, you know. So like, to, how do you run a successful business? And then I don't think a lot of people look at that. They're like, oh, the the commissioner, he's running a business. But at every level down, they're like the business is like maybe get a little bit smaller. And then there's the big business, of the NBA. Mm-hmm. But to be successful, I don't think there's any secret, right? It's not like like how do we be successful in business? I mean, there's millions of books and information in the internet. Like, it, it might not be a secret, but it's counter to what we we right. want as people. We want to, you. Mm. We all have this intrinsic ego that wants to take credit. Like, if you know, if you look at American, you know, like th- there's somebody that wants to be I'm the greatest, and then if anything bad happens, we want to blame everybody, right? Because we don't want to be, you know, the cause of something bad. So that's just it's not a secret, but. People don't want to do it, you know? Yeah. Now I think it's, I mean, I think now like you're seeing more guys taking that Phil Jackson model and then taking it up a notch. I think Steve Kerr's done an amazing job with that where he's just like, he, like you see he's letting players run timeouts. Yeah. And other coaches are like, what are you doing? Oh, it's disrespectful. Like, like the world is changing. And I think yeah, like yeah. if you're not on, if you're not innovating and thinking about what's next, you're going to get passed up. It, things are just moving too fast now. You can't think about like things how they thought about the 80s or 90s. Like when we grew up, we're like, man, it's going to get in the gym, work hard, man, be tough. Oh, you think you're better than me? I'll beat you down. Like that mentality doesn't work anymore. So what's going on now? And I think if you don't have a good handle on what's going on currently, it's really difficult to be successful. Are there current, like let's say Korean coaches in, in Korean pro, are there any coaches that are kind of more innovative and, and, and kind of... Kind of stepping up a little There's bit. There's the the difficult thing. I wouldn't I, say innovative. 
Yeah, I would say. I mean, they're bringing in a lot of information, but they probably innovated for yeah. this atmosphere. Yeah. yeah, I think like people like they're trying. They're trying a lot of new things in Korea. Yeah. But the thing is, if those things don't have success, they go they, back to the old way. So I really like. So we we play with uh, a girl on our basketball team. She's a four time Olympian. Yeah. Right, Lee Jong Hyun Soo. Right. But I really love that she she was talking about how she could have used her name, right? Yeah. I mean, she's a she's a she's a legend in legend, Korean basketball. For sure. She could have just gone straight to coaching, right? And she's she's like, but my 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 vessel is only this big, so that's why she went and you know went and what's her degree? She's getting a PhD in sports psychology and all mm, sorts yeah. of stuff that's really because cool. she wants to expand her vessel and become yeah. a better coach eventually, right? Yeah. I love that approach because it's that. She she wants to learn how to relate to people and all like these different things. Not yeah, traditionally. Yeah. Yeah, I love I mean, that. She could, yeah, with a name like hers and what she, she can just go straight into coaching, just like you know Steve Nash or yeah. whatever it is, and then just be that coach. But Eric I love would that. be mad then because she needs to get her certification. If she's not certified. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's gotta have the degree. <laughs> gotta call the offices. You guys might want to check up on Hold that on. girl. I'll, I will blow the whistle on her you know, so and, fast. <laughs> and also, like, Nuna. <laughs> I'm not so big on the degree because I don't really like the, the system where you need, like, little certificates for everything. You know, I, I know a lot of people. I learned Korean when I came to Korea. And there's a lot of people running around with certifications of I can speak Fluency, Korean yeah, yeah. can't actually speak. Um, I, th- I just think it's there needs to be a way to, to certify that you know how to do which, the job. Yeah. That you're, mm. Whether it's just a test. Mm. You know, if there's a way to test. Wow. You know what I mean? If you're qualified, a way to know that you're qualified, like I don't, four-year degrees, I think are like, I have a four-year degree, but you know, I I don't think it's necessary. I think master's and going to PhD, I think, Mm. does it really take that long to learn to do your job? Like eight years? Like, I don't know. Certain jobs, yes. Unless you're a surgeon. Like, yeah, yeah, if you're a surgeon, okay, I guess. No, but think about surgeon though. Did you need the two years of of general requirements, right? I mean, I, I... Think about if I had a kid. There's right? got to be a way He's to like, streamline it. I want to work on Porsches. All right. Well, be the damn best Porsche mechanic yeah, you can yeah, yeah. be, but start from an early age. You know, I'll, I'll encourage you. But before, we, we didn't really have that kind well, of... Well, that's the way people are thinking now. But a long time ago, it's, no, no, just get your four-year... Like, well, I, I, think, I think like that's like a very American thing. Yeah. Because like, like I remember when I, when I first went to Europe, I was shocked that you meet a doctor who's like 24, like mm. a surgeon. And I was mm-hmm. like, how did you become a doctor so quick? You right. know? Like I'm... You know, I'm like, what did you go? Did you do 12 years of medical school? I'm like, no, I just graduated from high school and went right into my whatever I wanted to do. I wanted to be yeah. a surgeon, so I went to school and now I'm a surgeon. Right. But in America, like, if you want to become a surgeon, and Korea, and Korea takes Korea, forever. Like, you you got to go through this process where you're like, damn, it's like what 10 years from now I might be able to be eligible to get a job. Yeah, yeah. But like in Europe, like in like a lot of other countries, I'm assuming whatever you want to do, if you identify that early, you can become that. Because which you're, which you're I just, love. I mean it. Like, why would you have to take all these general requirements? Like you're saying, if you know that you just, you want to be a mechanic or you want to be an engineer or a nurse or whatever, like what, like how Spanish can help me if I want to be a surgeon? You want to be a surgeon? Right yeah. But on the other end of that, some of it I, I feel is necessary. Some of it. Yes. There are things that it's you all learn. About. There are right. good things that you learn. But how many future like yeah. guys that are going to cure cancer are discouraged by the cost right. and the time? hundred oh, uh, percent. Like sure. if, if you come from modest means... You're not going to go that eight-year path and go into debt that, you know, for the prospect of then competing, right. not becoming a surgeon, but competing for a the chance, chance to right. become a surgeon. Right. It's right. a pretty big, just go to Vegas. No, at the end of the day, yeah. it's it's the reward at the end of, you know, the tunnel, right? It's the same sort of discussion that, that the U.S. has with soccer. Soccer is the most popular sport in the world. Mm-hmm. And yet, why can't MLS, the U.S., you know, 
uh, professional league sort of get to that next level. But when you look at the salaries that these players are getting paid, you can look at like guys like Odell Beckham uh, Jr., who was a standout soccer player as a as a child, but mm-hmm. chose to go a different path because the reward at the at the very end of the tunnel is, is too low. That, yeah, I didn't know that about Odell ODB. And that, and that's the whole thing. Popularity drives money, and money drives the industry, right? So like soccer, even though it's the world's you know biggest sport, like. You're going to discourage players or young players that are talented are going to go to the sports that can give them the payout. Um, and then even if he was the best soccer player, like he wouldn't be Odell Beckham. No one would know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think if Odell went into the MLS, a person like him can carry it. Because when you look at the MLS, you don't have this this character that like is Latan last year, like in boxing, right? Like 50 and 0, right? Like some dominant player that really carries the league. Like you look at NBA, you've, you've always had that, you but know, those, those, they're soccer as a whole, not American soccer. Soccer as a whole has those characters. Ronaldo, like American soccer is guys. the issue. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, but even if you look at those big guys, like the big personalities, the average American doesn't know about them. Eric tells me about all this. Stuff. Like I, I like Eric watches soccer. I since we went to the World Cup, I've been. Eric must be attention. really bored. <laughs> but Eric will tell me about all this stuff that's like outrageous. I'm like, what he did? Why he's sleeping with who? Like what they, they trade him for that? Damn. You know, tax evasion. Oh, maybe he's just jealous. <laughs> but the average American, I guarantee you. I mean, maybe it's changed since I've been gone. I don't think they know about all this stuff. Oh, so for I, sure, for I, sure they don't. I don't well, know that Odell would have made it any different if no one's watching the MLS. No one well, knows what Odell's doing. Like you, you look at like one of the like probably one of the biggest like like unfortunate stories of like American soccer is Freddie Adu, right? This guy was like a yeah. prodigy, right? A prodigy, and he was getting calls from like Manchester United, huge club. Yeah. And he decided not to go, and then his growth was stunted. Yeah. And now he's played for like sixteen or seventeen pro clubs, yeah. and like yeah, yeah. he's just turned into a nobody. And he but had he, like a Nike contract. He like, was the darling. He was at like 16, fourteen. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. at that age, at that age. You have to go into a place that will teach you how to play. You have to go into an academy like like La Masia or like like Manchester. You have to go to a place where they're going to develop. Well, because all know. those good players, yeah, they went into the system. They went into that farm system at like ten or eight or whatever. The good players in Europe, not in America. Yeah, so no, 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 that's na- what I mean. Now yeah, in yeah. America, you got guys like Dest, yeah. like like Pulisic, like you got all these guys that are going yeah. early. And now we have an American player for Barcelona, Juventus, yeah, yeah, yeah. like Chelsea. Yeah. He just scored I mean, the American guy. Yeah, so I mean, it's like. You know, you look at what's going on now and like maybe in the future we can have that, but like we missed such a great chance because like America's taking like retired and older guys. Second half of their careers. And it's always yeah. been that way. I, I mean, think part of it for Freddie Adu was there. because he was uh, wasn't he a um what's that? Uh uh, what do you call it? When you when you immigrant? are running no no, not just an immigrant, when you're running away from a political system. Refuge. I think he was a refugee and he was part of like some lottery system and they got lucky and they were able to come to the US. I remember reading something like this, I could be wrong. Mm. And that's how they luckily came to the US. Mm. And so maybe had he gone let's say to Manchester back to actually then maybe he would have gotten a UK that matters, citizenship. like when he was when like he came over when he was young and then he went up to the Americas and then all of a sudden became like, you know, he, he was like identified as this. So he had opportunities to go and he said yeah, no. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. But but I think at the end of the day, I mean, you can't just have one, you know, uh, horse, right? You, mm. you, if you want a successful league, you got to put your you know your coins on different horses right it's kind of like the ufc they 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 bring up like ronda rousey right she was literally the most prominent uh you know factor for women's mma but when she got knocked out boom they had they went on to holly home they went on to amanda nunez like they grew different prospects to be that kind of the the horse that that leads the you know the whole uh stable and 
that's what I think is missing with with MLS. I hate to go on a tangent here, but no, I like this tangent. I like and, and, it's I, good. I it's and I got the info on UrbanPitch.com, by the way. <laughs> What is that site, Danny? <laughs> well, no. no I, mean, I think I think it's it's true because like, you look at the NBA, right? And like they've identified like LeBron James and like these future stars, like Steph Curry and yeah. Dev Durant and whatever. They have guys that can carry the league. Soccer doesn't right now yet. They need a Ronaldo, a David Beckham. Yeah. They need a LeBron James type character, a homegrown, a homegrown. And that's like, not like a Christian Pulisic that's going abroad either. That's like staying home. I think. That's, like, like, that's like, the, the problem with the, like the way Korean soccer was before. Because when they had a good player, Korean soccer would kind of block them in the past from going over to Europe. Mm. See, like Americans, like they're not blocked from going. They're not. Yeah. It's like they're just. I think like if you look at like our what our most capped like most um, prolific goal scorer like Landon Donovan. Like he tried, and a lot of Americans can't go over and and, and become yeah. whoever they need to become. So he's like dominant in MLS, won however many MLS but Cups. I don't, but like, I don't think it's such a mystery, guys. Like I think it's just basketball has a huge pool of players. There's a ton of people that play basketball. There's a ton of people that play NFL, like like football, American football. Money drives popularity as yeah. popularity drives money. Hundred percent. So Chicken there's no the popularity. Air. There's no money in, in soccer. So. Kids aren't playing soccer at. But I would say in in twenty years things are going to change. So you're talking about in in twenty years in the world, there's more money in soccer, right? But so in the U.S., we're talking about the U.S. the MLS. Mm. So what UFC did, they went from nothing to something like X Games. They went from nothing to something. They made it popular. Then the money followed. Then the kids followed, and and then now you have this great pool of X Games and UFC fighters. Is the MLS mismanaged to where they they haven't figured out like that Dana White model to make it popular so more kids start and then there will be money, more people, you know, watching online, buying jerseys, all that stuff. It's funny because it's the same thing with golf. Golf was dying before Tiger Woods. Yeah. And and Tiger was just ignited a whole. But but there was an element of Tiger Woods. He was so dominant. So like when you realize that there's this mythical figure. Right, that's like dominating the sport. You may not be into that sport, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like you're into chess right now, right? And you see no, this it's totally crazy chess player who's just phenomenally like a savant, right? And just outclassing everyone. You want to see that? I don't care about AlphaGo, but when I see oh the top AlphaGo player being beat by know you know a machine, uh, it's the Google, oh, oh, the Google. Go. Yeah, 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 Paduk, right? Paduk. And it's just, I don't People love the storylines of seeing someone so dominant. And it's like Roy Jones Jr. I could care less for the guy. But so, he was so cocky. You almost wanted to see him get his ass whooped. Mm-hmm. And so you tune in. I wanted Mayweather care. to go down. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Mayweather. Right? Uh, Mayweather is, is who I meant. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny. Outside of those big names, who do you know in boxing? Yeah. And that's why they're fighting non-boxers. Right. You know, and, and that's why those are more popular than the actual trained guys because there's yeah. no popularity. And that means there's no money in the in the sport, and that's why Mayweather's going to box Logan well, Paul. Well, it's interesting because like, in Korea, like our sports industry out here is, is huge, yeah. but like and the players' salaries are going up and everything. But like the popularity, it's like an interesting thing because like like the Dallas Mavericks and these like these. I'm sure the MLS franchises make a ton of money as well. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know, do, do they? Not not too much because for a while it was like. Uh, uh, on AEG on shoots and like craft, they were they own multiple teams to kind of support the league. Uh, but right now, I mean, everything has phases, right? So MLS is in a different phase now because now they got new teams like LAFC that are just Miami. Yeah, yeah they're doing an incredible job of marketing and they've mm. got a tremendous fan base. So what's right for now this phase, right? Mm. And what, mm. what what kind of plans can you implement now to kind of take it to the next phase? And I think that's kind of the crux of where they're at. They just raised the minimum salaries uh, this year. But with COVID, 
again, we're, yeah, we're going to yeah, yeah. see drops. We'll just, so is this going to stunt sort of the progress a little well, bit longer? Well, it seems like with all these sports, I mean, like if fans can't come, everyone's going to take a hit because that yeah. people aren't going to be buying it. Not right? chess.com. But then, like that brings in this, like esports. You're getting paid. Like you, can, you should. You can do like chess.com, esports, any esport. You can sit at yeah. home and you can still have tournaments because you don't have to go to a place to watch these guys play. You can really like download or just watch their live streams on YouTube. And then, so I mean, are are these kind of sports even going to be relevant in 20 years? Well, I think if you think about it, though, we go back to revenue and monetization. It's funny because when you even you look at the Tyson fight, they, it was a top pay per view of 2020. And they did about a million, over a million buys. But Logan Paul's, not Logan Paul, uh, Jake, Jake Paul's Paul. fight with KSI did over a million buys. So when you look at the Tyson uh, card, who really brought in the draw? And so when you think about that, you're like, huh, these YouTubers, mm-hmm. these celebrities, the new the new age celebrities, right? They can pull in an audience to anything they do. What if they did a chess match? What if, yeah. they, what if they did an MMA match? What if they did a tennis match? And so you start realizing so many different monetization channels that you, you, like, you think about the KSI fight with, with Jake Paul – YouTube took a 30% revenue cut from the, the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Now, YouTube's a promoter? No, it's just a platform. But now you can use these different platforms to monetize your brand, your name. Yeah. And it just opens up a whole new world. So you wonder if, like, if like these guys, like these YouTubers, these famous guys, like whoever, there might be some guy that's, like, amazing at, like, interior design. But he might have, like, 5 million followers. He might be boxing some dude next 100%. time. 100%. Exactly. <laughs> because, yeah. you know, or he might be playing chess against, like, the chess master well, of the world. Like, you, you were just mentioning that there's, like, this YouTube basketball game that's going to be right. on. So you wonder if, not- you, if you take this out, like, 10 years, 20 years. Yeah. So it's already kind of been like the death of the Hollywood celebrity almost because now they have to like stack celebrities just to get people to watch a yeah. goddamn movie because yeah. there's so much good content. They're being more commoditized. Yeah. Right. And now if you look at all these guys that are actual boxers, nobody knows who the fuck they are and they're not making any money. And then you got like a YouTuber that fought two fights and, yeah. and making pulling in more money. You got over the hill boxers right. just because those are the only boxers that people actually know. Right. Um, pulling in more money than people that are actually training in the gym in their prime. It, it It's definitely the death of the professional boxer, I, I would say. But what else is it going to kill? So you wonder, like, if, if the if the money for boxing is getting that low, is it going to be an Olympic sport for very much longer? I don't know. You know, like, because, like, a lot of, like, if, if these things are popular anymore, like Greco-Roman wrestling and all these other things that have been on the boxing or on the Olympic card for so long. Well, then it's like, it's almost like who gives a fuck about the Olympics? Half the sports you don't want to see I would anyway. say people don't care about the Olympics as much, <laughs> yeah, as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when I was a kid, sure. you know, when we were kids, huge. the Olympics was a big yeah, deal. It a well, thing. it's not a zero-sum game, right? I mean, all of these channels, all these sports, all yeah. of the, all of the, you know, national um, competitions, whatnot, it's all about how they're going to grow their audience, right? I mean, our audiences, they're just, they're consuming more hours of content, mm-hmm. uh, you know, every every year. And it's still... There's still a lot of parts of the world that don't have access to the internet, right? So yeah. imagine they come online. There's still so much more that people can consume. I don't think it's a zero-sum game right now. It's just a matter of who can elevate their game to yeah. get the audience. Well, you look but at how like, does like, rowing survive? Rowing? You, oh, make a Netflix there's, series. There's many formulas, right? <laughs> no, but, you, but, but you look at it like on, on your point. It's almost like if you are like an athlete, like a high-level athlete, whatever you are, you have to be engaged in all these other platforms to ensure that you have staying powder. Cause like as soon as you're no longer relevant, 
then your ability to make money to gain revenue is just going to go down. Well, you better get that porn tape out you know? there. Exactly. You, you better, better get everything. that domestic Cause, violence cause, tape out there. You, you look at like a lot of the NBA, like NBA players and, and whatnot. They have like podcasts. They have YouTube channels. They have all these things, and so they're they're hitting it on Instagram, on YouTube, on Twitter, whatever. They're they're, they're they're everywhere. Yeah, that's another so like, um, topic that I yeah. wanted to discuss down the road. Is the 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 besides the side hustle. It's that monetization and marketing of, of the of athletes. So yeah. they can. It's almost like those side hustles, like Instagram and stuff. Now they're like almost necessary hustles too. Yeah, yeah. Like like if you're if you're an actor, you got to have like a you know an online presence to like yeah. let them know yeah. that you're worth investing in. Yeah, because like know? like you look at like yeah. the, these guys that have like you know, athletes that have like these incredible followings, like Ronaldo, like Zlatan, like all these guys. Yeah. Like they're they're so powerful. Like whatever they say, do or whatever. Like seconds, minutes of their time is. Like, incredibly valuable because people when they're consuming content online they're only looking at it for like a fraction of minutes right like on instagram you can only post something for a minute on their regular story if you want to go you have to go to another yeah. link so there's igtv youtube blah, blah blah all these things down the line these guys are like using all these platforms and they're just gaining 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 i think ronaldo has like 230 million followers or something, something like on instagram well just think about what bts did with yeah. the black lives matter movement like they started i think trump did something and then they just started like the their BTS, fans, their the fans, fans, the army. Yeah, not army. not not BTS, but their fans army. who just went like just control, <laughs> yeah. dominate, like blacked out the internet with like yeah. just carpet bombing. That's crazy. So yeah. I mean, that is it's power. Yeah, big time. It's scary, but because at the end of the day, it's, it could be used for good. But we're starting to censor a lot of that content too. Mm-hmm. So it's almost you got to play within the rules. You know, I mean, a lot, of these, a lot of these guys, too, like, because YouTube is taking such a big cut because it's becoming so powerful, yeah. people are looking for different platforms. Right. To, like, the guys that are doing that one-on-one thing, they're not doing it on YouTube. Well, and straight up, a lot, of, a lot of the big social, like YouTube and Facebook, they don't give a fuck as long yeah. as there's, like, they don't yeah. care about fake news. They don't care yeah. about all this. As long as you're posting on their platform, mm-hmm. uh, that's all they care about. Okay. Oh, <laughs> no, rabbit hole. We like, should call this rabbit hole. Where's like the rabbit hole? Yeah, Welcome rabbit to the hole. rabbit hole podcast. <laughs> where's the buzzer? All right, Woo. Bobby. Bobby, oh, Bobby. glory hole, glory hole podcast. Glory hole or okay. wormhole. Anyway, all right, let's do a different topic. Uh, we still have that card from last week. There's life, random, deep experiences, and if you could dot dot dot. Go deep, Jim. Let's have go our deep. guest pick. Yeah, let's go, Danny. What do you want to pick? Life, random, deep experiences, if you could. Let's go deep. Ooh, let's I go, deep. go deep. Take us as deep. He, as, he, yeah. as he makes his... <laughs> John, I've noticed you have some peculiar... Uh... <laughs> All right, let's go. Random, random pick. <laughs> Is it uh, random? Do... Is it yeah. random? Yeah. Like, you, it's one. weird how he just kind of picked it at the very end. Random yeah. second right. one. How All right, ready? It it's the There's last no conspiracies here. It doesn't look random. What's uh, what was it? Shit! I just put it back in. What's the most? Sure. John. Oh, here you go. I found it again. <laughs> how random can it be? <laughs> What's the most illegal thing you've done? Mm. Oh. Mm. Let's cut the show now. Okay, <laughs> uh, John. Why don't you start? I'll start. Okay. Shit. I don't the know. most it's illegal it. thing. That this is a tough done. one, huh? Let's do a different one. This is kind no, of no, no, no. As soon as he gets on, well, no, I, I don't mind. Wait, what should we? Start? The podcast has should been canceled <laughs> as the, the hosts have been implicated <laughs> on some crimes. Color, color bars. Just kicked down the door. We've been tracking. This okay, guy. Right, pull, pull, out, pull, out, okay, pull out, pull out, pull out, pull out, pull out, random, Who are the three people you want on your team if there was a zombie apocalypse? Oh. 
Three people you want on your team if there was a zombie apocalypse. Real people or uh, like can we go like what? Like no, you can't go Rambo and because uh, Rambo will kill hundred people. That's why I was. With one pistol. You know the problem is if Rambo, what if he gets bitten? Then it works against you because he's turning the machine. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so real people. Yeah, yeah, real people. This is sad because there's four people in my family, and I I, <laughs> I wouldn't take my two babies. They would be absolutely yeah, dead keep weight. Them, keep right. them. And, you know, I'd like to take my wife, but I feel like there's people that would better be able to defend me. It's all about think, defending me. Yeah. I mean, in that question, I almost think I'm alone, and I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, need, I, need, I need to survive, <laughs> no, you have to think right? That way. You, can't, you, you can't do political, like all the like family owner. I'm gonna, yeah. like, if I'm going to die, I want to die together with my family, yeah, with my yeah. babies in my arms. Oh, let's say, what are the three sure people? Okay. Yeah. Who are the three people that are going to be surrounding your family? Family, your loved ones okay, that's that, you're gonna, that's that you want. Hmm. Bear grills. Bear grills. Bear, Bear grills. I thought yeah. about that. Oh, so, I, I, so, I, so we are taking mythical creatures. <laughs> 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 uh, are we be, take people we don't know? I take bear girls and a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's take it. He just said you can't take Rambo, but he's taking bear girls. Bear girls are real. Is he? He's real though. He he's can. A real person, though. Fucking okay. There you go. All right. Oh, bear. so I can't. It, you would have to say Sylvester oh. Stallone. You couldn't say Rambo. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. I'd but Sylvester take, Stallone. I take Jocko Willink. Jocko Willink. Oh, I was going to say John Wick because. Maybe right, David yeah. Goggins. I'm going to take every Navy SEAL out there. David yeah, I, I would want at least one Navy SEAL. I don't like think I'd one, take David like, Goggins though because he'd be like, what, are you going to wake up and be a yeah. bitch? You're going to go there and find the zombie. <laughs> Where are you running to? <laughs> We're going to run 100 miles. Yeah. Okay, real quick speed round. Who's going to start it? Who's going to start it? Well, Bobby already, well, started. Bobby already started. Bobby started. Go oh, ahead. Let's start with one each. Oh, let's do a draft. Okay, okay. And you, can't you can pick three people. You snake can't draft. take snake draft. You can't take what another person. So bear does. girls, it's on you. Oof. Sorry, Danny. Jocko Willink. <laughs> who, who, who is that? He's a, a Navy SEAL guy oh. who um yeah, Navy SEAL guy. He fought in different um tours. Theaters. And he has his own uh, podcast now. Mm. Okay. Um I'm taking uh, the dude from uh, Survival, the Korean show, Jungle Bapchik. Okay. I'm oh, that guy, the, that guy. Yeah. What is it? Kim Byung-man? Kim Byung-man, Byung-man or, Kim Byung-man or something. I think so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That dude can climb trees, can do yeah, everything. He can foraging, do Foraging, master forager. Mm. He's, he's like a MacGyver. He's yeah, like a he's Korean great. MacGyver. He's great. Go ahead. Mm. Can we take people that are, oh, have to be alive? They have to be alive and real people. Yeah, real people right now. <laughs> Oh, I was going to take a dead dude and put his body over me. So it looks like there you go. I'm hiding uh, under the you dead body. You can do that. You can do that. Interesting <laughs> strategy. Jeez, this is a tough one. Hope you yeah. don't have to run away from anybody. All right. Let's, that let's dead why, why is everyone only thinking of like tough dudes? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with a hot chick so that yeah. maybe maybe she can uh, distract him while I while I run. You take distract a, you, the zombie. You're, <laughs> you're taking a slut bag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a hot athletic it's chick. It's dual purpose too. Yeah. You know. There you go. That, that's it. So no, hot athletic Anonymous hot Just pick one. Gabrielle Reese? Who are you taking? Uh, uh, oh, dude. Um, Annika Kornikova. Dude, one of those MMA. That, right? Are there any hot you MMA? Think, you think Ronda Rousey? You think Ronda Rousey? Yeah, Ronda Rousey. Yeah, Ronda Rousey, would take Ronda Rousey. Oh. She's not really that hot, but. Yeah, Ronda Rousey is like 5'5". Five, 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 <laughs> well, you're not thinking about like having kids. Well, just hurry up. I know. I'm trying to think. You guys help me. Who's a hot athlete? High athlete right now? Anna Kornikova? I don't know. But she, I don't think she's... Anna just, who were you looking at at Brazzers right, let's go, let's, yeah. <laughs> Just take her. All right, let's go with... She's... Uh, um, Sharapova. Let's Sharapova, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, Sharapova. She's tall. She can swing a racket. Yeah, she can swing she and she's tall. Beat the shit out of them zombies. Um, fuck, I don't know, man. This, this is like... 
you can take real real people. I don't know the fucking. I guess whoever the um, the leader is of the um, what is it? The SEAL school. What's the SEAL school called? Sears. No. Um, the SEAL like training, bar, whatever. Barts or something like that. Like whatever their SEAL school, whatever oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. whoever the leader yeah, yeah. of their SEAL school is. All right, now take, back to you. But we're gonna change it to fictional it. characters too. Let's uh, go. Fictional, fictional, fictional right. characters too. This is getting too hard. I'd probably take Jesus Christ. Oh, that's great. Mm. <laughs> that's mm. uh, well, yeah. We said fictional. The fictional. There you go. Whoa! Uh, <laughs> no, no, that's fine. That's fine. No, fictionals also. So. Oh, okay, then I'll take Zeus. Mm. Oh fuck. Zeus. Mm. So their religion is not good. Our religion. Okay. Okay. I'll take Superman. I just need to fly away. Get out of there as fast oh, as possible. Oh, so we're doing superheroes. I oh, okay. Doing- <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I didn't understand it. Can I, can, I, can I go back? Superheroes. I'll, I'll take, I'm, I'm, taking, I'm taking Thor then. You're taking Thor. Okay, I'm, I'm taking Iron Man because <laughs> you can stay away. He's like a drone. Fuck, Iron Man was a good one because he's like a fucking super He can torch too. him and it, Man, you're not going to. tough. Yeah, that was good. I, I, I made a mistake. He's great for man. Corona too. Ah, fuck it. Whatever. Spider-Man will just fucking web up and mm. run away from these stupid mm. zombies. Let's go. God damn it. Epic Thor. Right. My bad. Um, I'd probably take Joe Rogan. <laughs> He's got a lot of information. But you, that, but that is, we said superhero. He said Joe Rogan. No, but it's fine. No, but you can Bobby do wants clicks. You can do both. That, so. guy that guy can hunt. He's funny. Great conversation. He can hunt elk. Yeah. He's a bow hunter too. Talk a good conversation. He'll bring his drugs with him. And he's funny. He'll be entertained. He's funny. And he's super smart about everything because of his podcast. Yeah. yeah. That's true. You need entertainment. Yeah. Uh, back to you, but back okay. the other way. Another one. Yeah. And Joe Rogan's super fit. Um, I'd probably take like a really good problem solver like Bill Gates or another, like a mm. dead weight and a I like that. Fight, wow. Yeah. So he's, he took a fighter. Well, we're, we're talking uh, about an entertainer and a, and a an thinker. apocalypse, and a or that I, I was I was imagining like the, 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 yeah. the zombies like right in front of us. And this we is more like, like on, a, on a deserted yeah. island or something, right? But I like that. I like, I like the picks. way your mind works. Like solid picks. Those are very good picks. What's your what's your last pick? Man, my last pick is you regret Spider Man, don't you? I do regret Spider Man. <laughs> a little punk ass. <laughs> Better than Aquaman though. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take him to the water. But zombies don't go. But zombies don't go in the water. Aquaman might actually been a good one. That's actually a good one. Yeah. Yeah. my third pick is water zombies. No, I I I think I'll go along the lines of um I like some story. I, I'll, I'll take Aaron Sorkin. Okay. We can talk story and we can just think of like a bunch of shit to write while cool. we're off in an island. I, I think I'm killing all of you because I got my problem solvers, Tony Starks. And also my defense because that can just yeah, blow Iron, down. Zon- Iron, I, I don't think you're really doing anything. Iron Man wasn't. And uh, my first pick, actually, I don't even need him now that I got Tony Starks. But I didn't know that we were going to be able to take that. My last one is really we're going fictional. I'm going Gandalf because with that staff, did you see when he mm. fucking pounded the ground and all the orcs just disintegrated? Mm. I mean, if you got magic, why do I even need Tony Stark now? Go. So mm. Gandalf, probably wise dude. Probably. I mean, this story. could be a, become a real situation with, uh, with the vaccines going around now. Mm-hmm. Right. Gandalf. We might, have, we might have some zombies walking around. What if the vaccines worse years? than the freaking? <laughs> That's why gun sales or gun registered gun oh. users went up. Yeah. That's just in America. And in America. Yeah. So I've always been a critic of the gun law, but what if Korea with no guns, we're fucked because everyone turns into a zombie with the vaccine and yeah. we have no way to defend ourselves. Koreans are good with bats. You watch the- You're too close. The, the that blood movies. gets on your in your mouth that you, you splatter a zombie. And we got yeah. masks and like helmets and everything. Oh, you got them. And plus wearing gloves. All right, third character, third person. So dangerous. Third pick. Oh, third pick. Yeah, yeah. 
Third pick Damn in it. the I wasn't uh, even thinking because I thought we were done with this. <laughs> Good luck All with right. Sharapova. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> Good luck with Sharapova. I don't know how you're surviving. Yeah, hey, your last we just pick, need a lot of tennis balls. That's all we your need. Your last pick is very important. All right, the last pick. All right, so we've got Superman. we got Sharapova to complete the trifecta. <laughs> the funny thing is Superman has to get close to people to do well, – I guess no, he's, got, he's got the heat vision. vision. But I think Superman's a – I mean, that's a all yeah, around. Getting, most of the time you're getting close enough to get infected. But I, he, could, he could also circle the universe and go back in time. No, the thing is, like for Superman to do his duties, he needs to have like some – a companion. Right, and just, that's what Sharapova is doing. You're taking Lois Lane? <laughs> no, Sharapova is the new Lois Lane. Mm. All right, last one. Last person I would think maybe – hmm. One of the Ghostbusters. They, they're going to bring their... What, what, what they call that? The, 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 ecto, the uh, ectoplasm. ectoplasm. Yeah, that's it. We're, which, we're going Which town. Ghostbuster, though? What is it? Dan Aykroyd? Oh, so you're going with the old Ghostbusters oh, because yeah. they're men. Yeah, you yeah. don't want the, the new Ghostbusters because it's women. Absolutely not. <laughs> he already has that. The, the, what, one girl for our group is fine. I would fine. love to dissect your picks because it's interesting you said super hot chick. <laughs> and then you say it's for Superman. Not for you. Yeah. But then why does she need to be super hot if it's not for you? Well, oh, because you got to keep the motivation. You got you to gotta keep the team. Oh, it's all for motivated. Superman. It's all about it's the all team, right? Team player. Yeah. Okay, got it. There we That's go. <laughs> Eric, last pick. Let's go. <laughs> uh, my last pick, I'm going to take Voltron. Mm. Voltron but that's five. five. I don't know if you can do that. As a unit. Once right? they're together. Right. And then when I need more, now I can separate them out into more people. We can allow it, but it's basically five lions <laughs> that turn into one Tony Stark. Unless you get the 15 cars or something. Didn't they have uh, like yeah, a 15 yeah. car that's version? That's what I'm saying. See, I, I'll take Voltron, right? Because he's this huge mass thing. <laughs> Shit got out of hand. And they're from outer space. They're kind of magic. <laughs> there you go. Because it's, it's kind of like my uh, substitute to Iron Man. I think, right. I think Bobby might have won. Yeah, yeah, I like Bobby's. Bobby might have won Bobby the Bobby won that one. Of course. Yeah, I, I probably lost the – me or Danny probably You lost definitely lost. Uh, <laughs> Miss <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah, come Spider-Man on. Y'all want Superman on your team. Come on. But I can say Spider-Man can like put a web, like a hammock, somewhere high where the zombies can't like, reach. And I we feel can like, just chill up I feel there. Like assuming be, the zombies can't reach can't, that high. Can't, can't I feel like he'd be climb. irritating, though. He's like, I don't know what we should do. He's like kind of like a little kid. Like, the younger Spider-Man, but like the like, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. We're not going to waste any more time of you defending your bad picks. <clears throat> yes, definitely. <laughs> All right. Are we going to – oh, yeah, yeah. The cool thing, whatever it is. that. Let's go. Let's do that real quick and then let's get out Are of here. Are we starting with Bobby? Yeah, sure. I like this one. Oh, uh, let's let's let Bobby think while um, start with Eric. Let's start with cool Eric. thing. The cool thing of the day. Cool thing of the day. Something you've been hooked on. Something I'm hooked on. Honestly, I've been really hooked on my Tumblr. I think like just like taking this Tumblr Show around. Show us your Tumblr. Like, I got this cool stu- this cool Tumblr from my wife. See link below. See link below. <laughs> so it's <laughs> kind of cool because it's like yeah, I can yeah, I don't have to waste any like to go cups or whatever. Mm. Unfortunately, now like with COVID, I can't like get it refilled at Starbucks, but you get a discount, you know, if you go there and stuff. Is it and, a big discount? It's not that big, but I mean, I think fifty cents or something, which something is like which that. adds yeah. up. I mean, you know, but yeah. it, it's You're like saving a lot of uh, fifty cents for a lot of money. So they still give you the discount, even though you can't use your tumbler now. <laughs> but you know, it, I I really like it because it keeps everything hot, and, and I I feel a little bit better about doing something small to not waste one cup a day. Look at you, mm. awesome! Mm. Not that it makes a big dent in. But the, if you lose your tumbler, that's like a hundred thousand cups. Yeah, yeah, that's true. True. Go ahead. So yeah, and but, he can protect himself during the zombie apocalypse with that uh, hard. Tumbler. No, I got Voltron to do that. Uh, there you go. I don't need my tumbler to do that. <laughs> Sharapova is not really doing that. Right. Go ahead. Go All right, ahead. let's go, Danny. <laughs> All right, so you guys know I've been in Korea now for about a month. Mm-hmm. And I'm still dealing with um, 
time zone issues. Not yeah. so much because I can't adjust, but because I'm still working LA hours. Mm-hmm. So I get up about three in the morning, and one of the things that I'm I've been trying to do and be very focused on doing is a morning routine. And I recently read uh, this book called uh, Miracle Mornings, and <sighs> one of them talks about this acronym called Savers. You know, five different things, but uh, or six different things. Uh, part of it is really just taking a moment in the morning to to really do uh, breath exercises, mm. and then there is an element though that's called affirmation. So Savers, I, I can't I can't remember on like right now <laughs> on, on the moment what it all stands for, but um, it's the affirmations part. It's something I never done before, mm. and people talk about doing affirmations. It sounds foo fooey. Right, like you're good enough. You're yeah, you're good enough. enough. You're darn smart enough. Yeah, right. All of those things. But then, I started just writing down more specific affirmations, as in, like, if I'm going to do the podcast today, mm-hmm. right? The affirmation could be, you know, you're going to be a, a great guest, and you're going to have, yeah. you, know, po- you know, great contributions to the podcast, right? And you start kind of. I'm not so sure that it becomes to it always comes to fruition but at least it gets you jumping in the right direction makes you feel better more make, positive about yeah, it. yeah you know and so that's that's one thing that i've been trying to do is focus mm-hmm. on things that are like you know things that others have you know we talk about like successful people these are things that they've done and just trying mm-hmm. it even and not just discounting it as all foo-foo that's that's, that's very nice that's huge we have so many mental blocks that yeah if you just try it maybe it works maybe, maybe it doesn't it works, but yeah. We, we, we're, we're so judgmental yeah. about things, yeah, right, yeah. before we even delve into it. At least give it a shot if it doesn't work, yeah. if it's not. It, even meditation is not for everyone. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's really hard. And, you know, I, I've talked to a number of people that have tried for months and find it really hard. Maybe it's not. Maybe you have a different form of meditation, right? Maybe prayer is a, is a form of meditation. But yeah, that's I, I, you're talking and you're not emptying your mind necessarily. I think the meditation thing is it, it's good to get your mind into that state. But I don't think you necessarily have to go – that specific cookie cutter route to get your mind in that state. Sure. I mean, cleaning the house, you can smoke some weed. I don't know, whatever. (laughs) Um, What's yours? Mine is uh, chess.com. Chess is something that I've been interested, but always sucked at. I've always tried to learn, but never really had a thing. And now with uh, the, the Netflix series, uh, me and my wife watched Queen's Gambit. And, uh, just, great series, by the way. It's really yeah, good. I need to start watching that. And uh, got on chess.com. And what's great about it is that there, it, there's lessons. So instead of just playing and getting your ass whooped every time, just take your time. There's, there's all these three-minute clips, five-minute clips, and you can actually learn, oh, shit, I was supposed to be doing this. I was supposed to be learning <clears throat> for this. So where you're at now in uh-huh. terms of what you've learned, uh-huh. what is the one aha thing that you got that – Someone that plays uh, that's like us, just recreational, right? Uh-huh. Never really thought about, but it was like an aha thing for you. Ah, this is a, a big tip, but yet not many people know. Um, just the breakdown of the game, because when you see the pieces and they all move in different ways, your mind can't take it all in. Process just the, the thing is to break down the game into steps, know the spots on the mm-hmm. board that you're trying to get to, and then develop your strategy that way, however you get to that spot. But a, a lot of people don't even know where they're trying to get. Mm, and so that's I think true. that's... Uh, kind of sounds we, like basketball. It is. It is. It, right? it is in a it lot of It kind of had a basketballish kind of yeah. mm. tilt to it. So I like I like that. Uh, and it's cool. You can play with people online around the world. Chess.com. And it's an app too, right? Yeah, I, I do the app. Yeah, yeah, but you yeah, can do it on yeah. the PC too. I saw you playing a while ago. Uh, Mine, I, I talked about this kind of a few weeks ago. But it's for me, It was a, it's an app called Daycost. And I've been tracking my spending my 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 spending for about three years. Oh fuck! You know what? I should, yeah, damn it. 
three years I've been doing it and I've been pretty accurate and uh, it's helped a lot as far as like where I, I know what I'm spending my money on. I know what I need to uh, just cut down on. I, what's, just, the, what's the biggest spending that you didn't think that, you, that where's where you're wasting the most money? That so you before, think? so I talked about this like a couple of weeks ago, it was um, the alcohol or time with friends and stuff. Okay. But um, these days I kind of don't have like a lot You've of trimmed the fat I've because trimmed of the a lot of the fat. It's because, because of that. that. Yeah. So I don't have that much fat. By trimming the fat, you mean you cut up a whole bunch of friends? Like you don't meet your friends <laughs> anymore? Like, you got, you guys got hey, John, let's go Hey, yo, I'm kind of busy. Oh, but the Pornhub Premium Membership. <laughs> Double got, that. Essentials in those life. Are, those are essentials. So, yeah. You, you pay about? for that? <laughs> I switched uh, from Apple Music to Spotify mm. officially. Okay, Ooh. but why? Why? That's Because it's Joe I was Rogan. always kind of on the... I was paying for both for just a month or two. Uh-huh. And then... Um, Apple separates podcasts and music mm-hmm. into two different apps. Oh, Spotify, geez. it's all just one app. Mm-hmm. So, it, 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 can can I just take that one further? One further. So, somebody, in, you know, one of my friends just paid for the YouTube Premium, yeah. and basically all the podcasts, all the music you can get on YouTube, and with the Premium thing, there's no ads, and you can even turn off your screen. So. You, you know, a lot of times when you turn off the video, the, screen right. the, the music stops. That's right. huge. And the video stops, but not on the premium member. So ha- did you consider the YouTube option? I didn't consider it, no, no. The YouTube option? Yeah, because oh, it drives me nuts can about the ads, why? but I won't, I won't pay for the fucking can I, can I tell you why? Yes. As a musician, uh-huh. I know that YouTube has the least payout for per play. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I know that that money is going to go... Uh, more towards the artist. To, towards the artist if I play it off of Spotify as opposed to YouTube. Mm. Okay. So it's more uh, altruistic a I little really bit. I don't really think it that far. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good like it. That's, that's very nice. Speaking, you know, because you're a singer-songwriter yourself, so thinking. Oh, he wears you know. many hats, John. Bobby, are you still uh, active director. On, on the platforms to sort of yeah. spread your music and, and your videos? Yeah, I just released the album last week. That's, uh, on on YouTube or n- uh, on every platform. On every platform. Everybody, go check it out. Yeah, yeah. 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 What Bo- Bobby uh, Bobby Choi? Big, big phony? phony. Big phony. Big phony. I'll, I'll put a whatever. I'll put a thing on yeah, on the on, on that. It's not on there yet. <laughs> it's okay. on everywhere else. Big phony in that. Do you see more like all of the artists really focused on trying to figure out new ways to monetize and, yeah. and distribute this? Streaming it just straight up has. It's not a good way to make money unless you're super famous. So, so live is done right now. Yeah. Streaming is is just pennies. Like yeah. what's how how are artists surviving? Merchandise, Merch. Patreon. Um, do you know guys know about Patreon? No. It's like a so basically you can be a patron. Donation where? Hmm. So you pay them monthly whatever you decide from five bucks to a hundred bucks a month, and then they based on what package you pay for that you get back from the artist like what would you get back like private uh, concert uh yeah you could get a private concert that's, if you sweet. Enough, that's you pretty cool do, like, that's uh, really cool um if you pay enough you get a song written for you or has that world surprised you like in terms of the generosity of like general public because I, I i don't do patreon oh you don't do patreon okay but i have done things like kickstarter uh-huh. uh, to mm. fund albums yeah and that kind of stuff surprises me just the generosity of the of humankind. I've supported. I've done it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's uh, yeah. until your app told you to stop wasting. Stop. Get Bobby Joy. 
yeah. things like streaming, like Spotify, Apple, Apple Music, like I, I, I have more reach and more downloads ever than before, but I'm oh. getting paid very little based uh, on what I was <clears throat> getting paid when I was selling physical albums. Wow. So it's, it's a difficult. So then where's the, where's the outlook? Were, were, were artists thinking, okay, where do they have to now sort depends, of pivot towards? It depends where they are in life. I, I, I live in Korea, so I got to play by career rule, rules to a certain extent. So I got to try to get on TV. I got to try to mm. get brand deals and sponsorships, stuff like yeah. that, on top of putting out albums and music videos, movies. Right? Wow. So, movies. So mm-hmm. See, that's the interesting thing because right now there's so many different ways to monetize that the you'd think that that's great but it's also creating so much noise for you to get discovered yeah yeah and so everyone's competing for your eyes and ears absolutely and mm-hmm. so it's so hard because you want to try to be on as many as possible so that you meet the you meet your fans where they are but there's so much noise everywhere and i think there's value in saying okay you know what i can only own youtube i can't really own tiktok yeah. and all the other platforms ah <sighs> Yeah. Well, that's a good spot to end for today, right? That's it for today on the second win. <laughs> With Eric, Danny, Dan, John, featuring the talented and sexy More and sexy awesome Bobby Choi. <laughs> and yeah. see you guys next week. We'll have better superheroes next week. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>